This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, you have too much candy. What kind of candy are you on? Well, okay, so I went to our friend. My, I'm Max and I got to pull fix my levels. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. Uh, we went uh, to Sean Jordan. Delightful Sean Jordan's wedding Saturday. Oh, nice. Sean Jordan of the All Fantasy Everything podcast, mm-hmm. stand up comedian, all around great guy. Yeah, he got married out. It was like a summer camp, like a. You know, like a, like a like a like a summer camp with cabins and everything out in the woods and mm-hmm. here in Sandy, Oregon. So we went out there and had a wedding, but they had um, uh, I well, between your wedding, which I did not get to attend, mm-hmm. regretfully. But what I've heard about the dessert spread and everything, and this one, you need a dentist on site. <laughs> they had a candy, like a. It was just a two tables worth of just candy and like take a mason jar. It even said, I don't have the lid. It was like candy's dandy, love is sweeter. Sean and, and Laura's wedding, fill up your candy jar. I'm like, well, okay. Was it like a candy bar, like a candy buffet? Yes. Ooh. And I was just not only was I free ranging on it, just grazing. And they had Girl Scout cookies. Ooh. All the different Girl Scout cookies out. And little cupcakes. Just sweets. Just two giant tables full of sweets. Mm-hmm. And I was like we were dancing, and of course you're drinking at a wedding, but I wasn't even hungry. I got sick from how much candy I ate. I got little kids sick. <laughs> Kyle got a tummy ache. I think I got diabetes at about 4 a.m. Oh, man. What kind of candy were you got, getting on? I got, I got the old sugar foot at dawn. Well, right now I'm eating the end of my jar. Uh-huh. I got gummy worms. Nice. I got Skittles. I got okay. gummy rings. I ate all the gummy bears. Real gummy base. Gummy uh, and fruit fruit candy base. Did you have they a fruit jar? Up. Did you have a fruit jar and a chocolate jar? I Rachel went all can uh, cookies. Mm-hmm. She's in the chocolate. I like the I like the stuff that's purely chemical. Yeah. I don't I do want too. anything from nature. I want mm-hmm. bright green, bright orange, and I want chemicals on the side of the package. Mm-hmm. I want something that is has the same texture as like a failed like aerospace adhesive. <laughs> like, ah, turns out you could eat the stuff we were going to use to seal the windows on the spaceship. 
<laughs> I'm going to call them gummy worms. You got it. All right, give them to me. Can't get enough. I do love a gummy worm. Yeah, so I... Uh, so I'm pretty tuned up on it. I'm eating them right now. I'm eating them right now. There you go. Uh, so yeah, that's that. It was a fun wedding. Danced. I like dancing. I had this realization that I, I, I you know what, I'm gonna, I, I enjoy dancing. Right? You know what? I I need to be inspired to dance. Mm-hmm. Rachel likes dancing. She likes dancing, so I'm going to go dance. Was there a song that got you inspired, or was it just, it's time to dance, I'm going to get out there? No, they did kind of what you did. Like, what music would, like, they basically, in their invite, was like, send us three songs that you would dance to. Yeah. So everybody got three songs they'd recognize. Okay. But uh, I was, I realized, you know, maybe, and I think that maybe you're the same kind of person. Like, like say you're at a wedding... Not with a date. Mm-hmm. Would you be dancing? Yeah, I think so. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Because my kind of dancing that I would be throwing down on is not necessarily couples dancing anyway. You know, I mean, I get that it's, it's oh, fine. Oh, just interpretive? Yeah. <laughs> no, just, you know, really throwing down some boogie. You know, I'm just, not, yeah, just okay, and you would do, yeah, you're a dancing fella, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't mind, uh, dude, I, right. I, I put in a lot of hours trying to learn how to do the running man, that never worked out. Forgive, for, forgive me for being surprised, mm-hmm, right now. yeah, no, I have the running man, huh? I have a decent rhythm for a big fella, in the treadmill in your in the treadmill in your yeah. living room, yeah, couldn't get you to the I, running I, man. I couldn't, fit, I did, couldn't do it, I just couldn't get the steps down. It seems so easy, but it's so difficult if you don't know how to do it. I don't know if I had the proper footwear. Did you have a... Well, you do now. <laughs> Got all them sweet Air Jordans. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you have a breakdance phase as a child? Oh, man. Did I? I think the nation. I think the world had a breakdance phase yeah. in the mid-80s. Second grade, uh, me and about eight or nine other chubby little fat kids who had never breakdanced in our lives... Uh, did a nice routine at the uh, talent show to uh, let's hear it for the boy. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it for the boy. Let's hear it for my baby. And we didn't know. We were just like, oh, we're the boys. They're talking about us. Let's get out there. And, yeah, we straight out of, like, uh, Electric Boogaloo, breaking to Electric Boogaloo. We had had the bandanas around the knees, had the bandanas around the forearm, Oh yeah. I had the parachute pants, I had the, the, the sleeveless tee, maybe maybe even a mesh back sleeveless tee. Oh, okay, uh-huh. okay. So we're going And out. I got out there and waddled around for four minutes and uh yeah, man, we did a thing. No rehearsal, no prior dance experience, just hey, let's all do this. It was fun. Yeah, that, so yeah, part of the part of the craze. That was, I remember they are, we had like a guy come to try and teach us breakdancing <laughs> for, for gym class. I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think it was probably third grade or fourth grade or something. Uh-huh. But yeah, he came in and I just remember we were all trying to do like the, the wave with our arms, mm-hmm. the, you know, the up, down, through wave yeah. and the robot. Okay. Everybody wanted to figure out pop locking. Mm-hmm. Grandmothers were trying to figure out pop locking. Yeah. Not just those old hips, huh, Granny? I wanted to do that Sorry. spin thing, uh, you know, the kind of like you're on the pommel horse in gymnastics. 
Oh, yeah. You know, the yeah, legs yeah. are flipping around, but your your arms are holding yeah. your body up. I that was uh pretty advanced stuff. That was pretty ambitious of me to try to pull that off, but I never could figure that one out. The the amount of cardboard, the amount of attempted head spins on like full sheets of cardboard kids would drag out of the, the liquor store trash that was mm-hmm. right next to our, our grade school. I probably not allowed these days. Mm-hmm. But the liquor store was right next to our grade school uh, playground. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just kids trying to headspin on Canadian club boxes. <laughs> oh but, uh, man! Okay, I didn't. I didn't know you were. Da- I, I, I came to this realization lately of like, oh, how many times have I been the one sitting there watching people dance? Mm-hmm. Going, look at so and so looks foolish dancing. Like you look like a bigger fool sitting on your ass. Yeah judging the people that are dancing and having fun rather than just doing the just doing the thing and cutting loose mm-hmm. like I, I spent i've spent so much of my life concerned about what other people think of me mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah remember all those times you could have just had fun but you thought you looked cool instead and you didn't just look like a guy who thought he was cool, which is the dumbest look. Yeah, that's the dumbest look. The guy who thinks he's cool. Get over yourself, yeah. dickhead. Go have some I'm fun. Not have, cool people don't have fun. No. <laughs> Too busy being cool. That's why you ever meet somebody like, I don't know, demographics or age or whatever, but every now and then, like in comedy, you'll run across somebody who's just like so cool that they can barely stand up straight. Like, like it's a burden on them how cool they think they are. Like it affects oh, their yeah. it affects their posture, their gait. Yeah, it's a weight, dude. Yeah, it's a weight. It's like you're right, buddy. Like they can barely speak. You know, it's just confidence is different. Confidence is a lightness. Cool is uh, a weight. Mm-hmm. Cool is a heaviness, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, every now and then I run into somebody like that. I'm like, don't you, don't you fucking, don't you calm down. Being so cool. Won't you just be a human being? <laughs> That's how I feel about well, Action Bronson. He's too cool. Like just just take it easy, bud. He, or he thinks is he, he is. Uh, Who's the other guy on Vice all the time? Eddie Wang? That guy's so cool he can barely stand up straight. It's like come Action on, man. Bronson. Is he a rapper or a chef? He's both, I think. Oh, he looks like the other guy that looks like him. You know how that makes sense? <laughs> no. There's another. The, the, who's the guy from the fuck that? Just tattooed, big tattooed guy. What's if, I'm going to, if you're in front of your computer, uh, what's this guy's now, name? Now, he did lose a bunch of weight recently. Is it? The, are you, it is. Are no, you thinking of the same guy? Action, it's the same guy. It is Action Bronson okay. is in that show. Yeah. But yeah. I thought, what's his regular name? Oh, I don't know. I just know him as, as Mr. Action. <laughs> well, it'd be Mr. Bronson. Yeah. Action if you're nasty. Uh-huh. He does fuck that's delicious, but I thought there's another chef that just looks like him. <laughs> I'm sure there is. I don't know. See, you know, some people, got some, it's, you know, some people at work, some people have, can move in a way. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, here we are judging people for judging people. I don't know. But uh, let's, anyway, let's get back I, to... I was like, I, I danced a bunch. So We danced a bunch <laughs> full of candy, felt poison. Now I'm eating the candy again, getting close to feeling poisoned. Now can candy you... and white claws, nothing but sugar. There you go. 
I now got a tooth left. Like my mouth looks like a forest fire. Can you describe for us the type of dancing you were doing? Is are you all hips? Is it a lot of footwork? I, is there, there hand, is it hand gesture heavy? It's the kind of I've never danced before, and I think I'm moving. And then I see a video, and I look like one of those voice activated, like those voice activated Christmas trees you can get now mm-hmm. that dance with a song, but like the, there's no batteries. Left. Okay. <laughs> so there's like a bit of it. There's kind of a, maybe a twitch and a half a gyration, and then it just then I'm distracted. So I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been out dancing? Hey, tonight we're going dancing. I don't think I've done that since high school. There was, yeah, there was a couple times we went to clubs, like in Chicago. And I was like, I, it's, it's just that wasn't my thing at all. Mm-hmm. And again, because especially in your early 20s, it was all about you're trying to hook up, so you wanted to look cool. Mm-hmm. But then we'd go. There was a place, I think it was called Lush or Plush or something on Lincoln Avenue in Chicago. It was Lincoln Park before it was full douchey Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of the few, now this is the like late, mid-late 90s, but they would have an 80s night. And that's when people didn't give a shit about 80s night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a thing yet, except we all liked 80s music. So we would go because we sincerely enjoyed 80s music. And then that's when you wound up meeting more people because you were truly having a good time and not trying to, like, be smooth or hit on somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's when gals would see you having a good time and be like, ah, they just want to dance too. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's that's when I would dance more is, like... 80s new wave night. And then that gave way. Then there were there was like clubs like Neo and Exit that would have like a goth 80s night, mm-hmm. which people are would took seriously. Like they weren't laughing. They weren't dancing all tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, you could throw a New Order song on there and still get silly. Still yeah. get down on the dance floor. Goths aren't traditionally known for their sense of humor. Goths cut loose on a dance floor, though. Really? I think I think y- y- by looking at it, they're really just more dark humor. Mm-hmm. They're more sardonic. Mm-hmm. The music's a little heavy, but it's still dance music. Yeah. They still like the dancing. It's more intense dancing, but mm-hmm. they still like the dancing. Yeah. Yeah, we used to go to a place in high school. My senior year in high school, there was a place in Marietta, Georgia. I forgot the name of it. I think it was a regular dance club, nightclub uh the rest of the week, but on Sunday night was uh, teen night or whatever. Yeah, instead of being twenty one, you mm. had to be like sixteen just to get in. And uh, we'd go down there on Sunday nights, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of like goth industrial. Like, remember dancing to a lot of Nine Inch Nails, and I just remember thinking, yeah. like, okay, this kind of works. You know, a lot of their stuff kind of got a you, nice you, dance you beat. It felt weird trying to do your regular moves mm-hmm. to a Nine Inch Nails song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be down there trying to you grind know, on somebody to head like a hole. Yeah, to to dance but not smile is the god, <laughs> which doesn't seem do. like it. Sh- yeah, it should. They shouldn't be. It was more like a capoeira. It was more like a dance battle. 
<laughs> oh, boy, I'm glad we made it through that craze. There was about... Ten years, ten years of my this? life where I thought I was going to have to get in a dance battle at any given night. Oh, I meant like actual like dance fighting, like Brazilian dance fighting. Oh. Not like not like just go, not do the running man at another guy. Yeah, like you get called minutes. out. Like me and you, buddy, we're going head to toe, head to head. Let's do it. <laughs> that was the big one in junior high. Yeah, and it was only, it was only the running man. All mm-hmm. anybody did was just the running man at one another. Must be nice. Yeah, so you would have lost the dance battle. <laughs> I sure would have. So knowing you, then he, I would hate for you to see to resort to regular battle. <laughs> what happened? Dave couldn't do the running man, so he, he punched out the other kid. <laughs> no, he didn't man. mean to. He was just <laughs> he's in the zone. Man, there's a. I don't know if it's a viral video, but I've seen it a lot in the last few weeks of like um, what looks like a Latino fella, probably. Early to mid twenties, little little hefty, not not obese, but got some okay. heft to him. And he's at a wedding or something. He's up on an outdoor stage, and he's got on like blue jeans and like white cowboy boots, and yeah. he's doing something. I mean, it, it looks magical. I mean, he's so graceful for a big fella. He's doing the thing. I can't. Uh, you know, like if your feet, if you kind of like shuffle your feet sideways. Where you're, you're, you're okay, like, well, I, you're shimming. Like t- you got like a tucked in polo shirt. Yeah. Yes. This fella. Okay. I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't take him as a Latina fella. Maybe, I don't know. Like maybe that, not but, Latino, but. But it was, it was, I know it was like fan, some sort of fancy footwork type yes. of thing. Except he was, he was portly with a polo shirt mm-hmm. tucked into blue jeans. So his whole physicality <laughs> did not look, did not match the absolute creamy smoothness yes it was so smooth so smooth yeah like i saw that video going around and it was it really was he just it's it was like clearly like a country western type of thing Mm -hmm. and he was doing not it wasn't line dancing but it was some sort of some sort of footwork. People, I'm sure, have seen it because I, I couldn't stop watching. It. Yeah, it, it I mean, was it, so it, short, and it would just start over. I'm like, I got to, I want to see it again. It's captivating. Where's like, that foot going? Now it's going over there. Yes. No, that was the other foot. Shit. And there's another video I've seen that's been out for probably ten years or so, and, and there's there's different versions of it. But this one is of an old white guy. Uh, looks like he's probably seventy. Little, little wiry guy, real real thin frame, but he's got a white beard, and he's wearing like um, shorts and suspenders, and looks like he's wearing like bowling shoes or something. But he's got he, he's got an outfit on, and he's he's yeah. clogging. He's doing this mountain dancing, this clogging. But he's got to be seventy and just just smooth as silk, just really going for it. And then the the different versions, like people have dubbed over like death metal. Like different types yeah. of music because it's hilarious, you know. And imagine him dancing to to metal, but uh, well, kind of a similar thing where it's just it's a lot of really graceful footwork. Yeah, and so and some of it's the illusion of like you're doing so few moves to make it look like a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Magic with the feet, man. yeah. Slide of foot, slide of foot <laughs> magic. That's the name of our dance troupe. Slide of feet. Oh man! <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Well, now, we, now that we said this about ourselves, if anybody catches out at a place where there's dancing and we're not dancing, we got some hell to pay. I think I want to dance now. I want to dance some more. 
I got so jazzed. Do you want to do? Do you want to dance with somebody? I, I, do you want to feel the heat I with wanna, somebody? I do. You just want somebody to love you. <laughs> somebody who? Somebody? <laughs> Come on, man. Where are my Whitney heads out? I do, out there. I Come do on. like that one. It's a great one. That was some. Uh, that was some elementary school hits right there. Some Whitney. Mm-hmm. Uh, new edition. Did you ever get into new? Sure. Cool it now. You've got to cool it now. Slow mm-hmm. it down. You're, what was um? You're gonna fall in love. That was new edition. Who was uh? What was Bobby Brown's group? Was that new edition? Yeah, he was in. He Bobby Brown was in uh, new edition. And some Ronnie, of the Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Some of the Bell Biff like crew. Who cares who you like? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they were like. Do you remember Menudo? Menudo was like so. the Menudo exists now. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. I don't think. Uh, um, what's what's the name of Bobby Brown's new edition? I don't think they were like Menudo in the sense that they had like a revolving door. No, Ma- maybe they is did. Is it weird to know that Menudo is like a a soup made out of the stomach bits? <laughs> tripe soup. Is tripe soup? But back in the day, it was like no boys over fourteen for our our. Tripe soup dance mm. crew. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Surely that's. I felt bad. This is. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry to divert. Okay. I know I if I look, you know, white dude, tattooed, shaved head. Mm-hmm. And I was out. I was just wearing my jammy shorts and a t shirt and my Crocs. But there was like a cross. We're in a subdivision. Then there's like a somewhat. Not busy street, but like a busier street other than like a little side street. Mm-hmm. And across the way, there was just like um, mariachi music playing all day. Or like late in the day after it stopped raining because mm-hmm. it's Oregon. And I was like, is that a live band? I couldn't tell where it was coming from. So I went to investigate it because I'm like, also, live music, I'm going to stop and check out. Anytime there's live music. Of course. And I since, and I truly, no, uh, no irony, I truly love Mary, mariachi music. Yeah, I do too. Like, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I want to go check it out. If it's like, if it's neighbors playing music, I'm going to go see a band. And I, so I started to walk across, this, I got across this busy street, and I'm looking like trash, like I said. Just whatever t-shirt with a graphic on it, kind of like sweatpants, shorts, and Crocs. Like, white trash, and then the head of a domestic terrorist. <laughs> As soon as soon as I get by the tent, I can tell it's a live band, and there's a big tent that they have. And I'm so I'm gonna walk around like I'm by, I'm by this fence, and I'm gonna walk around the fence to go see if I could see in this tent and be like, oh, cool, like band's playing. Like you know, hope you don't mind if I'm listening from the street. As soon as I get by the tent, the speakers like blow out. There's like a a tech problem ah. where all of a sudden the static just like starts blaring through the speakers. Mm-hmm. And now, in true domestic terrorist fashion, I'm like next, look like I'm sneaking up because it's this like alleyway I have to walk to get over there. And it looks like I just snuck behind the ethnic celebration and put a kibosh to it. So then I'm, then I get that in my head as I run back across the busy street. I I just look like, well, we saw this fellow, it looks like this, running away from the tent after the speakers went down. Oh. Oh, yeah, he probably cut the. Tried to cut the plug, but then got halfway through. And but uh, anyway, yes. But I wanted to go see what was going on. It was like a big band, big old tent. And that was in your neighborhood. 
Yeah, yeah, it was like a block away. Yeah, I, that would have definitely uh, drawn me a little closer. I would have investigated that. Man, it's if you if you're hearing like a backyard like Latino, like Mexican party mm-hmm. like that, you're gonna get great smells. Yeah, the, the, you're hearing the fun music, and you know there's like whatever they're cooking over there mm-hmm. is gonna be fantastic. I used to like when I lived in Highland Park in LA for a few months and across the street they'd have parties and they'd see me just sad drinking beer on the porch. And mm-hmm. like, Come over. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think maybe that's where it kind of solidified. I think I would, I would hear it when I was wor- at, at jobs and I would like the music and then that kind of solidified. Like, just come over. I'm like, mm-hmm. don't sit there. Who's so sad? I'm sorry, guys. I've brought 10 beers over. Thanks for having me. I don't think I've ever been to a Latino-based party. I would love to go. Cookout, birthday, what have you. They go big. Go to a... I I was going to say, go to like a street fair or something. Yeah. Have you been... I mean, Cinco de Mayo has been clearly uh, whitewashed, but I'm sure you could find a good old... Mm-hmm. party somewhere they party a lot in griffith park tr- tr- truly celebrate yeah they're big into utilizing oh, that sounds i was gonna say they're big into utilizing the public resources sound like a right-wing conservative talk show host <laughs> no i just mean like they're good at like oh we'll, we'll do this in a park for free or for you know but, but also why not hey, yeah i got 30 people 40 mm-hmm. people i want to get to let's go to the park yeah they got grills set up. Those are for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, they bring out their own tents. They bring out, I've seen uh, the, the bouncy castles. The the Wi-Fi at where I was, I was doing a thing today, and we I was looking for the Wi-Fi in this building, and one of them was big, uh, what was it, big booty bounce house? <laughs> I just thought that was great. Man, big that- booty bounce house? Like, And then I just like, that's it. Bounce House Strip Club. There's your, if somebody wants to make a million dollars, there you go out there. If any of you boogers want to make a million bucks, you rent out bounce houses and strippers at the same time. <laughs> like in twenty bucks to watch, fifty bucks you can bounce in a house with them. There you go. No touching. I mean, try not to touch. That was absolutely top of the heap in terms of childhood entertainment. If you had access strippers? to strippers, oh, uh, tell uh, me about strippers. It. Uh, oh, I remember my. <laughs> My eighth birthday party. Uh, <laughs> my, you know, like my crushes, they got they got like a, a like not like a full nude lady, but like a raunchy stripper kind of gram for the our old neighbor across the street when I was a child, and I just had like what's that's pretty cool. happening right now. That's pretty cool. Who's that lady? That's not his wife. <laughs> Who's that lady? <laughs> She doesn't seem to know anybody here, but she knows him real well. <laughs> no, but the bouncy castle was like that. That even trumped a trampoline. Like trampoline was like the best that you could. Trampoline or a pool. I had neither, but if you if you had access to a buddy that had a trampoline and or a pool, that was your best friend. But then if you knew somebody that was going big on a birthday with a bouncy castle or maybe a you know car dealership blowout or something. <laughs> You know, I was gonna uh, say I never. I don't think I think bounce houses came in past past my age of uh, those kind of parties. Oh, really? I remember seeing some yeah. occasionally. 
It was a very affluent thing. I, I don't think I knew anybody that had a bouncy castle, but I ne- yeah, we'd I see them. I, I saw them. I never was. I, I was always old. Oh, I was always old. Oh. My, yeah, but pools, swimming pools, you, to this day, swimming pool. Yeah. Mm. Nice pool. So you made it back to uh, you made it back home. That's exciting. About a month on the road. Got, got back Friday night, Friday evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? Uh, I don't know if we've spoken since uh, Eureka. Did you? Were you able to get rad after I left town? I did. Let's okay. Let's see. Yeah, you left on uh, the Sunday. Mm-hmm. You left about a week ago. I did. My pal Colin stayed in town. We went hiking. It was all pretty pretty mushy. We went scoping out spots. Then we still. Went ahead and tried to ride, but we saw one guy when we were hiking, just head to toe, looked like he was mud wrestling. Really? We're like, how is it out there? He's like, yeah, it's a little wet. I'm like, yeah, I could tell. You're just brown. Your bike's brown. You're, everything's just the same colored mud. Mm. And then the next day, we went out. We didn't get that, that muddy, but it was all right. It was kind of like he drove out there with his bike. We may as well try it. And yeah. then I left Eureka to go up to bend and got caught well not caught it was fine but it was a snowstorm outside of grants pass oregon that was i saw just so many different climates like i was in saint george which is like almost mini moab mm-hmm. the week before and then i was in you know getting a, in a snowstorm on a logging road the one night and then got to bend and rode bikes at great trails and got rad and bend that was a lot of fun and did the shows there. Rachel came down nice. to see the shows in Bend on Thursday. And we came back Friday, and I just kind of chilled. Then had to, we were out, like, camped at the wedding on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it was at that day camp, summer camp type thing. And got back yesterday. This is the first full day I've had of waking up and going to bed in my own bed here. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, so it's all right. How about how about you? After we vacated the fuck house, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. Did we talk you. about? Did we get to talk no. about that on the show? No, now? we haven't. That's what I was leading at. I, I wanted to see oh, if you. Okay. How many extra nights did you stay in the Eureka fuck house? None. Zero. None. Okay. <laughs> no. I okay. So how so, would you describe this place? Well, no, and and still great. Like, listen, we could have gotten our own place mm-hmm. if we wanted to. Yeah. So again, are we looking a, a gift whore in the mouth? Mm-hmm. I think uh, we get we 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 were told there's a place we could stay at. It was described as an Airbnb, but not really like a legal Airbnb, mm-hmm. which that opens up off the books the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And we get there, and it's a house that's uh, you know wasn't in great shape, but hey, all right, we got a place. I mean, I had the van, but you don't have the place to stay. Always better than going out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, the sheets, bedding looked clean. And uh, then uh, I, I stayed on top of the, of the sheets, yeah. by the way. I did the old uh, sleeping bag on top of the bed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Because of <laughs> I the stories I, we I had heard. Well, that was the first day. Yeah, it was uh, comedian Lauren Brenner who was on the show Friday. Mm-hmm. Because we got in Friday or Thursday. Yeah, we got in Friday. Yeah, Friday morning. And we're all hanging out. She's like, oh, yeah, it's the sex house. 
as the house that we use for sex. We're like, what? So it's kind of I don't I'm sure it's not just it seems like it's a an, it's a it's a property that is of general use. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends of the comedy club, so all right, comedians, you can stay here. You could also hang out. Generous amenities, a lot of uh, weed and mushrooms right on the counter, just for the having. Mm-hmm. I did leave a I did leave a, a thank you little note there. Oh, nice. But then it was mentioned that oh, this is a sex house, which yeah. all houses. I mean, yeah, every house is a sex house. Mm-hmm. Every hotel room is a sex room. Yeah, but the fact that it did. Add just a different level of like, ah, uh, what's that stain? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, why is this sticky? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that, that changed it. Yeah, like like the hotel I was in in Bend, Spring Hill Suites, very nice hotel. Mm-hmm. But I saw one loose uh, skittle. I didn't have <laughs> skittles. I didn't get skittles till Saturday. It was last Thursday. So one loose skittle on the floor, and in my head, like, oh, that means I didn't clean anything. There's, there's a red, there's a bright red skittle on the floor, and you didn't get that. What else have you ignored? Ugh. I found other people's socks in hotel rooms. That's come on, where? Just on the floor. Just on the floor. There's a <laughs> like sock. out in the open. Yes, there's a sock that's not mine, and I'm here alone. How is it? But out in the like, I get if it's under the bed because I know they kind of carpet sweep. They don't necessarily. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh, they got to get this many rooms done by this amount of time. Like, I again, the illusion of cleanliness mm-hmm. is what I want. Yeah, but sex house, there wasn't much illusion. No. It was you, pretty crusty. You found some interesting stains in your room. Well, they weren't interesting until Lauren said it was a sex house. And I'm like, well, what is, what's on the mirror here? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, I, the girls who stayed here, they probably had, like, some lotion. We'll get fucking lotion. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Yeah, lotion. <sighs> Sorry, I splattered my gooch moisturizer <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Well, and I don't, I don't, I can't remember if I talked about this on the last episode. I don't think I did, but um, the fuck house was a step up from the last place I stayed in Eureka. And by the way, I love Eureka. Mm-hmm. I love Northern California. I know we, they're the punchline of a lot of our jokes, but uh, eh, I, the uh, weirdos they know it, but we keep going back. So yeah. who are we then? Yeah, how La- dare we judge? Last time I was in Eureka, I think I told you this story. Uh, but I stayed at the Laguna Inn, and uh, one of the shadiest motels I had ever been to. And uh, I check in. It's just one little mishap after the other, and just crawling with weirdos. Just one of those motels where, like, half the doors are just open. Just, yeah, we just uh, we all yeah. keep our doors ajar around here. You can come and go as you please. And uh, commerce happening. Yeah, it was so shady and crusty that um, I checked in, took a nap, and then uh, as I was getting ready for the show, and it just happened to be the last show of the run, that particular run, I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back here after the show. So I packed up all my gear, went to the show, and then uh, willingly drove 11 hours home through the night uh, as opposed to staying at the Laguna Inn. Then I find out that uh, upon our last visit last week, someone told me about uh, the Laguna Inn. They were like, yeah, I remember you complaining about that place last time you were here. Uh, Yeah, about a week 
week after you left, uh, apparently they found a dismembered body inside one of the rooms at the Laguna Inn. Or somebody, they found a body elsewhere and then determined that it was dismembered at the Laguna Inn. I'm not sure which one it is. but Dismembered. uh, Yeah. Yeah, good old uh, cut-em-up motel. So, yeah. I guess the fuckhouse is a step up from the Laguna Inn. I hope to remain membered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Membered and remembered, never dismembered. Yeah. Oh, boy. What's the grossest hotel you've ever stayed at? I mean, does... I know you've stayed at thousands. Does any stick out um, as far as like, oh, shit? Have you ever did what I did? Have you ever checked in, paid your money, and then did not stay the night? I'm going to look it up right now. Let me see if I can find the exact one. Where did we stay in Orlando? Orlando. Remember? That's what all. was the name of the venue in Orlando? Shit. Cannot remember. I know. Yeah, I well, there. I I think it's a Best Western. I just mm-hmm. I love it when there's specific details. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna find it right now. Okay, fill, fill fill in what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Well, that just reminds me. One time I was in Jacksonville. I think I told this story a few years ago. <laughs> Checked into a hotel in Jacksonville. Uh, they give me the room key. I go open my door, and there's a lady in the room. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, sorry. Go back up to like, the desk. Uh, yeah, just, just someone already in there. Like, what? I paid for this room. She was, like, taking a nap. I scared the shit out of her. Uh, <laughs> what did she know? I know that's, like, kind of sometimes that's people's hack is, like, to go catch the cleaning crew mm-hmm. and be like, hey, do you mind if I get a, if I wash up in here before <laughs> y'all? Like, give them 20 bucks, take a shower if you're out on the road kind of thing. Yeah. No, this just looked like a normal lady, a normal hotel resident. But uh, scared the hell out of her, walked back up to the desk, told them what happened. They're, oh, goodness, we're so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Give me a new key. Go to this room. There's a guy in this room. No shit. Twice. <laughs> so, man, we just weren't sure what you into. Thought you was a straight fella. Yeah. Decided to get you... <laughs> And what I just, I told Sorry. people, I was like, what, what's, what's, what's going on here? Uh, again, this isn't like a house <laughs> that's What's some, going on here? Like, this is a hotel, right? You do this every day? We didn't just so, kick in your door and demand a room. This is your business model that you rent out rooms to strangers? Okay. Can we get the what right? What y'all got going on here now? Yeah. There was no explanation. They were just like, ah, sh- you could tell they were just like, oh, fuck. Twice. Twice. And, 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 and God's honest truth, up till that moment in time, I don't think that had ever happened to me once. I don't think I'd ever stuck my key in the, the door, opened the door, and there's a stranger. This happened <laughs> twice in 10 minutes at the same hotel. Well, I'm on Google Maps looking at, uh, for once, thankfully, new construction in the area where this Best Western was. I believe it's on the corner of Livingston and... Uh, Whatever this Livingston and uh, and Magnolia Avenue in Orlando, I thought it was the best, and it was just like like not blood, blood on the curtains, but mm-hmm. like blood on the curtains. Mm. Like, there it is. It's a travel lodge. That's what it mm. is. Uh, if I pull out, if I pull out from the map, it's the old map. But if I do Street View, it's now got the new construction in it. <laughs> it was the Travel Lodge. I see you. You can't hide from me, Travel Lodge. 
It was a uh, sleep with the clothes on. Uh, I, I, you know what's funny is I remember this. It's where the Hilton Garden in Orlando is now. It's not that. It was the Travelodge. Mm-hmm. When I played in Orlando for the first time with Brian Posehn, probably 2010, mm-hmm. it was the same. It was the venue I was playing now. <clears throat> oh, I'm shit. I'm, I'm sorry. This was... um. Oh, maybe it was. Either way, we pulled up to it, and I remember like somebody else had booked it. I remember I was driving the rental car with him, and we pull up to it, and he just goes, "Oh hell no, man!" <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, we just we went to been to the parking lot just to turn around, and he's like calling. He's like, "Yeah, this place looks terrible. We're not staying here." And then when I went back, I was like, "Oh, this is a place Posein wouldn't stay at," and I still stayed there, and it was horrible. Mm. And I think I stayed there twice. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm such a cheap ass when it comes to myself. Yeah. I'm such a cheap ass with money. That was like, I think, no, I think I only stayed there the one time. I think it was so crusty. And so like, if I can't go to good sleep because of how crusty it is, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to lay awake thinking about how nasty the place is, mm-hmm. then then that's then I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But that was one where, like, I just remember looking at, like, all kinds of, like, splatter marks on the curtains. And, like, everything, like, everything was, like, stiff and itchy. Like, the towels and, like, it was just... Pubes on the white towels. Yes, yes. Oh, God. It just, yeah, real, real crusty. I used to bring my own pillowcase. I used to do that a lot just so I didn't have to not a, bury my not a face. Wrong thing to do. Yeah. That's fucking great. If you think speaking of your joke, your your new great bit about yeah. about pillows. Like it's uh, a super old bit. So yeah. <laughs> I just like it a lot. I wanted to redo it and uh, But just think about that. Like I know they changed the, the pillowcases and wash those, but there's still just a disgusting but again, saliva sponge underneath there. This is I. This is the road I. I can't go. To. I, we both have to stay in hotels. And if I start thinking about this, then it'll uh, it'll ruin working on the road. Like I feel like it. I'm so close. Like listen, I'm a vegetarian. I don't want to be a fucking vegetarian, Dave. But I am because I thought about shit too much, and I don't want to become a germaphobe because of the same thing. So I still need to go. Like, straight up roll around in dirt and eat some boogers every once in a while. Just be like, see, I could still do it. I'm not scared. So I need to maintain that. It's a fucking miracle. Neither one of us have had bed bugs. We're knocking on wood with that one, buddy. You're cursing us with so many, so much language right yeah, now. Sorry about that. So, yeah, we survived the Eureka fuck house. Um, <laughs> all I got was a free T-shirt. It's like it's like your standard haunted house, except it's a sixty-eight-year-old hippie with no bra on coming trying to give you a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of uh, weird things inside the home, I don't think I told you this. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't think okay. I told you this. Uh, last week, I was ninety-eight percent sure that we had a. Uh, vagrant in our attic you were you were speaking of this mm-hmm. what uh I, some movie i saw about a year ago it was a decent movie but it was the first time i was ever uh, made aware of the concept of a frog 
in terms of a, a human being or a squatter, I guess. Uh, I don't know how prevalent they are. I don't know if this is just for the movie. But I, I could see, I think I've seen some like viral videos of like, security camera footage of this kind of shit happening but uh yeah frog meaning just people who uh hop around from uh different home to home and, and squat in an occupied home without the uh tenants being aware of it yeah living in the attic and uh mm-hmm. sneaking food out and stuff yeah. just terrifying if you think about it uh this i forgot what the name of that movie it was some horror movie it was really good it came out a couple of years ago but uh, yeah, just some family living in this home, and then they they look on their security camera, and uh, there's people crawling out of the attic down in the middle of the night and rummaging through the kitchen and stuff, and then crawling back up. But uh, I was I was 98 percent convinced that we had a person crawling around our attic, and uh, uh, and and, how, and how's that? How well, did you think you had? Well, because I heard footsteps. I heard like actual okay. like it sounded like. Not and not like raccoon or rodent footsteps, like heavy, like heavy footsteps cranking around in the attic. Then I didn't hear this, but then Katie heard like like a cell phone or a bleep blop or some sort of you know electronic device. She's like, oh shit, I heard we got no, the bleep blops up in the attic. Got the bleep blops up in the attic, and uh, I didn't. We've got a couple of uh, footstools, but we don't have a proper ladder, so I couldn't get all the way up in our little. We had this little attic space. I didn't even know we had, and uh, so I get on the footstool and I, I get as high up in there as I can, and I, I I'm not tall enough to see. So then I just take my phone. And I, I record a video, and I just stick my phone up there and kind of do a little 360 action, and then uh, looked at it uh, pretty closely and couldn't couldn't see anybody. But like, it was really bizarre. Now, granted, was marijuana involved? Possibly, uh, but not to the point to where I was completely out of my mind. And she was there too. It's not like I, you know, it's just a just my own in my own little head. She she heard it too, and. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But like, there was about, to, and I even, I'm like yelling up there. I'm like, hey, if someone's up there, just come out now. Cause if I get up there with my gun and I'm surprised, I can't promise that I won't shoot you. And I got my gun out and it chambered, I was like chambering rounds and hoping that that would be like, okay, okay, okay. And some poor bastard crawls down. But like I was, you know, I was giving them warnings. Like I'm coming up there, just, and if I get startled, I'm going to shoot. High, high on weed, mm-hmm. waving a firearm around. Yeah, at a bleep blop, you heard. Yeah, yeah. You understand how this sounds no, to me uh, and probably everybody else. No, I, I right totally now. understand. But it's this is what happened, and I, I wasn't that high, and we we both heard some shit, and it was like, what the fuck. I think I think uh, uh, as your legal counsel, mm-hmm. I'm not a lawyer, but in most <laughs> cases, Dave, I think I have to speak as your legal counsel. I think we should from re- refrain from any more details right now. All right. Well, nothing <laughs> happened, but uh, <laughs> thank God. But it really was. It was like an unnerving. Like there was like ten minutes where I'm like, "There's oh, there's fucking oh, somebody." The story's up there. unnerving. All there's right. somebody up there, man. And uh, they didn't come down. But we heard footsteps. And by the way, we're, there's nobody above us. So we're on the top floor, and there's a little attic. And, and there was a bigger attic than I thought we had up there because, you know, when I looked at the video, I was like, oh, this is spacious. And uh, Why don't you get a proper ladder and go looking around? Yeah, there? i got to get a proper ladder. But then You're going to see footsteps? You're going to see stuff? I'll put this to you. Could it be a large bird? 
on the roof. Crow, owl, things of the sort. Well, just like the footsteps were, you know, it was heavy. It just sounded like a person or at least a heavy animal. 50 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever. Didn't sound like a, a rat or a raccoon or a bird. Like they were making some creaking and crawling noises so up you're, there. You're, it, J- Dave Stone, the man who wants to fight a coyote barehanded, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. loading a weapon to investigate bleep bloops in the attic. Well, I was hoping that would deter, I was hoping that would get them to, to surrender. You know? I was like, I'm going up there with my gun. They didn't know I couldn't get up there with my footstool. <laughs> That's what, that's what the gun's for. Mm-hmm. I don't have a ladder. I have a gun. Mm-hmm. gun. Gun gets up to the second story way quicker than I could. Yeah. But no, like, I'm serious. I was like, holy shit, there's someone in but our foot, foot, You think it's footsteps? I mean, it sounded like foot, It sounded like someone walking around up on the, the right. joists up there, you know, just <laughs> creaking around. And then. What, what time was it? What time of day was this? 11 p.m.? You guys were up moving around down mm-hmm. there? Yeah. Yeah, I stay up pretty late. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, man. There's something else I got to worry about. <laughs> I get old Dave got to move again. He punches neighbor. Nah, he's just shooting through the roof. You ever had anything like that? You ever had anybody squatting? I mean, no. I mean, I had the guys that would like. At off the 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 apartment across from Red Line, my that kooky neighbor next door that had just been in the neighborhood for decades and decades was mm-hmm. just like a crazy old man. Uh, and he had like an abandoned couch in his yard, and there was one kind of real schizophrenic, bipolar, homeless guy that would find that couch every few days and mm. stay out there. But I mean, one wasn't bothering me. <laughs> well, he was. He would like scream at nothing. That the old guy that thought I was you? No, that was my landlord. Oh, okay. Yeah, one time he goes, I I was house-sitting, and I ran into him, and he goes, man, you've sure gained some weight. And I said, do you you think I'm Kyle? And he goes, you're not Kyle? I go, no. (laughs) That's old Ed. uh, You sure gained some uh, weight. Yeah, I know, man. That was my my landlord who was homeless for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lost his place or somebody passed away where he was staying. He couldn't stay there. So he was in like a like a motel for a while. <laughs> He'd be coming around. So when he, you think you're moving? Like, I don't know, man, but I you can't. Because <laughs> I had the learning addicts, the mm-hmm. previous uh, Boogie Monster Studios learning addicts. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to need this place back. <laughs> oh. So he was living down there. There was the... Haunted, unfinished bathroom they tried to put in with no plumbing knowledge, I think, is what happened there. Hmm. It was like, well, that you saw, I showed you that weird room in the annex. Yeah. Yeah. This was basically just, it was a, just a, a, a room. Mm-hmm. Just a empty room below a two-unit apartment building. Yeah. And you could tell they were trying to create a studio. Mm-hmm. An illegal studio because they started to do plumbing and clearly that went sideways and they just boarded up the bathroom. <laughs> oh man! So I remember opening that door, be like, "Well, this is terrifying." <laughs> but so then Ed was like, "Yeah, he's living in a week to week hotel." Yeah, and I was paying him rent. 
<laughs> LA is a tough market, man. Yeah. It's a tough market. Yeah, it happens. I understand. Well, hell yeah, buddy. What else is going on? Anything? You're home for a while? Yeah, I'm doing, uh, looking at emails now. I got to, I'm doing, doing shows in town. Got to get that, got to get the new material out in the world. Buddy. Yeah, there you, you know? go. Yeah. Gotta, now I got to go write these new jokes. Write the new ones. Shit. I understand. Got to write these goddamn new jokes now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Having fun. Looking forward to having a little fun, you know? I've just been, oh, it's just been so tough out there, Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh, looking forward to finally loosening up and having some fun. <laughs> <laughs> Big grinded, buddy. You been grinding. Oh, man, I'm about to go out and fuck it up, dog. I'm uh, I'm going to take it easy here in about uh, next month sometime. I tell you, I'm, I'm going on a trip. Just learned today. You got, uh, you done got surprised. I got surprised by my uh, wonderful, beautiful, generous wife. She's like, hey, we haven't gone on a trip in a while. What do you say? We go to Hawaii. And I'm like, fuck yeah. So we're going to Hawaii next month for about a week and a half. My life's so grueling. I need to take a break from getting up at 11 a.m. every day. Yeah. I'm excited for Hawaii. I mean, I've given you my Mm -hmm. suggestions. If the listeners have some. Yeah. What should Dave do in Hawaii? You trying to do a show out there at all? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, unless, you know, one just falls in my lap. But uh, Honolulu's got a little bit of a scene going on. Yeah. I saw that Maui was having some comedy shows hmm. when we were there, too. They had some comedy night at a spot, but I'm excited for you, man. It's, yeah. uh, it's the best place I've ever been. Yeah. We went together. We had a good time there. Yeah. Back, what, the eight Back years, seven, eight years off, ago? But, yeah, when you got ripped off by those guys. Yeah, yeah, spent a whole year making a fucking documentary that uh, never got released, and they never finished paying me. But, uh, yeah, good luck, fellas. But I did get to go to Hawaii twice on their dime, so not that all bad. That was pretty dope. Yeah, we had a good time. Oh, you went there. twice with them. I know me and you and Singer went out there. Yeah, yeah. I, it was one of those where they, and, and Hawaii had nothing to do with the documentary, but they were just like, Meh. you know, it's like when Adam Sandler shoots a movie in Hawaii that has nothing to do with yeah. the plot. It's like, hey, I just want to go to Hawaii. But yeah, we went early um, in, in the documentary, and then uh, we went at the very end. That's when I brought you and Singer and... I think Pete Holmes. It almost sounds up. like they were just yeah. It almost sounds like they were just racking up costs to like, oh, our budget's up again. We need more money, mm-hmm. and then like quick show them some receipts for Hawaii. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, very stoked about that. We don't know if we're going to Honolulu or Maui. We got to figure all that out. But uh, yeah, well, Honolulu is a city. Mm-hmm. I would suggest if you're going there, go explore other parts of that island. Yeah, that's where I went last time. So I feel like I've already yeah, we seen just, a lot yeah. of that. But I mean, it's still there's a there's still going to be great beaches, but that's the that's the city, mm-hmm. Maui. That's where we went over Christmas. I was telling you, road to Hana. Mm-hmm. Get yourself that uh, that huli huli chicken. Ooh, what's this? I, it's just Hawaiian chicken. Okay, Hawaiian grilled chicken. It's on the side of the road. Chicken in a barrel. Get yourself some chicken in a barrel. Oh, sounds good. That's the stuff they like. They're like, I don't know if it's smoked or what. 
It's like they make they, it's on a fifty gallon drum, Ooh. and then the chickens like attach the lid, like dangling from the lid, so they dangle it in the barrel. Mm. And uh, I don't know if it's whatever they were carrying in those barrels beforehand mm-hmm. that gives it the flavor, but whew, sounds I'm good. Sure, I'm gonna get s- testicular cancer from it. But I think it was good. <laughs> we bought these from the government, two bucks a piece. <laughs> these are left over from the military. It's my barrel chicken. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, things are good, man. Things are real good. Well, can't complain. I'm glad you're good. Don't don't uh, don't shoot into your attic, Dave. Yeah, I'm sure. Much like everything else we've discussed, I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's haunted. Maybe it's a ghost footsteps. Let's put it this way. How would you get into the attic if not through your apartment? It's a great question. I don't know. Maybe there's a, a vent or something that someone gets up on the roof and shimmies into the attic. I don't know. i got to get up there and explore. i go buy a ladder. Yeah, let's start with the ladder. Mm-hmm. Let's start with how, how far up is the entrance to this little thing? Well, it's, I don't know. Whatever our ceiling height is, probably nine feet. I mean, you got a maintenance guy? You got a maintenance guy for yeah. the apartment? That yeah, he's got we a ladder? Do. You don't have to buy a whole ladder for yourself. That's so true. You can borrow a ladder. Yeah. Get Julio up in here and poke around. Maybe it was him. Yeah, I don't think so. Not at 11 o'clock. Right. Not without warning. That's how people get shot. And by the way, I wasn't going to just fire my gun aimlessly into the attic. I have more... Muzzle control than that. No, I was, was going to wait till I saw some sort of blurry movement in the co- dark corner. I was hoping that would... I mean, if I was fucking around in somebody's attic, if somebody shouted that up to me, I'd be like, all right, don't shoot. I'm coming down. I'm sorry. Also, I owe you a jar of pickles. I'll get I out think of about all this... Yeah, I think about all the snooping around I did as a kid and mm-hmm. trespassing. How much... Uh, I could have just been shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, we played laser tag straight up in a whole neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Like, figured out how to get on just other people's roofs. <laughs> That's awesome. I bet that was Strangers' fun. roofs. But yeah. if you, like, again, like what you're saying now, I, I thought there was somebody on my roof when I shot them. Mm-hmm. And they were holding the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we just ran nuts. Yeah. So, all right, Dave. Well, keep hey, keep it keep it in the holster, buddy. Mm-hmm. We'll get more Hawaii sec- sections sectionals, more Hawaii suggestions. Mm-hmm. You already got the shirts. You're ready for it. <laughs> I even think about that. I'm going to fit right in. Nah, I want you to dress super conservatively when you get there. No way, this guy's a tourist. Look at that. He's <laughs> a native. You, but they, but then the people that live there are also like, no, nah, this, this is what we wear here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, anything to plug? What do you got? I got shit. You got nothing? No, what do I got in town here? What is this, May? We're in May? We're in May already. Yeah, I'm going to be at uh, the Beaverton DMV at uh, <laughs> 2.30 tomorrow. <laughs> Fun. Uh, I'm going to be at a place called Shilling Cider here in Portland at 7 o'clock Thursday night. 
I'm going to be at, uh, got a gig down in McMinnville on the 21st. I wish I knew where these were. I'm just looking at my Google ca- Google calendar. Mm-hmm. Matt Bronger is playing the Aladdin here in Portland on the Friday the 20th. I'm definitely going to go see my buddy Matt Bronger. I have not seen him do a long set of comedy in forever. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. And I'll, I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Where at? Uh, at the Comedy Zone <laughs> with old Chris Buck, with our pal Chris Buck. Hell yeah. Comedy Zone. You tell him I well, said that. It's hey. a good, that's a, I don't, I can't, I've only that's heard the, the stories about the other ones. Yeah. I am I am intentionally going back to this one because I've always had a good time. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, my third time, fourth time, maybe. That one is a good one. I, I've done that one, but uh, yeah. But we've heard the stories of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him I said hey. Uh, I'll be in Bakersfield in July. That's my that's my closest date on the book. Uh, July sixteenth, Bakersfield, the Well. Come out and say hey. Talk uh, talk that Bakersfield sound. We'll talk some Buck Owens and some Merle Haggard. Buck Owens, love Buck Owens. Yeah. All right. Good times, buddy. Good catching up. Welcome home. Get some rest. Thanks, man. You too. Get that the ladder. Get that fuckhouse stank off of you. <laughs> More ladders, less bullets, Dave. More ladders, less bullets. That's uh, it's not a bad way to live. I'll take your advice on that. All, All right, right, buddy. Good luck. Good luck with the frog. The Boogie Monster. Network.